Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. Welcome to FMLPL Milan. Miss Walsh. How we doing, dude? Dude, you're doing great. I'm so proud to be your pod partner right now. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I tweeted in preseason. I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have the best FPL season of my career this season. Yeah. I just feel so locked in right now. I was very concerned after the first game of the game week finished for you. <laughs> yeah, cheeky little Dean negative one. <laughs> Not how you want to start it off, but turned the around. One, it's there. funny because it's like, right, my whole thing preseason was like, I don't know shit. I'm just going to template, like, blah, 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 blah. The one punt, the one guy that, like, no one owned that I was like, they just have really good fixtures. I'll just go there for two game weeks and then deal with it. Gets zero points combined in two game weeks in Dean. Yeah. <laughs> the only non template guy I have. Yeah. Bastards get zero points for two game weeks sometimes. He went from five points to negative one on the yeah. own goal. Two, yeah. two out of the what? What would you say? Two out of the three best clean sheet fixtures in the league, and he gets zero at points. Bournemouth, home Everton. That at yeah, Bournemouth, home Everton. Yeah, they're both good ones. Like but, Forest you know. is in there, but you know, like that's it. That's the list. Yeah, Villa's <laughs> but, gonna uh, do Villa things. Yeah, you know. So that is that is how it is. But you know, well. Uh, we go again, and I deal with them. I'll deal with them this game week, hopefully. Yeah. So we drew our darb today. Yeah, one, one. pod darb, pod darb. Not great for me, but you know, good, good, exciting game. Lots to talk about, etc. We'll get there. But first, our teams. So I'll just continue with my team because yeah, I'm on 81. I'm up to 130k. Uh, you should see that on screen if you're watching on YouTube. We'll see how this shit goes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the picks I have are pretty template. I mean, you know, double city at the back and Sella gets an 11 pointer, never bench Reese. Trips has been a god as, as I imagined and hoped. And he, he continues the Martinelli transfer. Both of us bring in Martinelli. I get a plus seven. You get a plus six in the first week. Incredible. Diaz did the thing today. You know, Captain Holland got a return. Jesus quad return. Nothing, nothing much to report. You know, teams looking good. All the good guys are good, and yep. so you know that's a good thing for me. Yep. Good job by you. <laughs> good job by me. How about you? Let me jump yeah, I mean, to your team here. I had seventy something. What did I have? Seventy three. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like similar to you. It just the fringes that I'm off beat with are getting no points and your fringes are getting points. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just like each, both of these two weeks lagging behind for like, you know, my, my ward situation and Robbo, Robbo not doing the things. And then my netto blanking both game weeks, but I'm still in really good shape. I mean, my team's in good shape. I still have this two mil in the bank. Um, you know, 77, 40 K seems fine. I'm just, I just haven't gotten a couple of those extra returns from, from some of those guys, but I'm, I'm feeling good. Yeah, like against what I did this week, it's not as good, but you know, compared to the field, it's really good. Like a strong start, a fat green, you know, you went up a million, 
you know, the elite managers got 67.9 on average. You again beat them, you know, with the 73. So it's just, you know, looking good. And yeah, I think yeah. your two mil in the bank is going to be, that's going to be like a huge shift well, for well, you. It's like well, how you use that and how that, how that goes. How I fuck my team up when I use it. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah, we'll get there. So, you know, that's our teams. Um, let me do, uh, let me do league updates. We got the three FML field prize league mug league leader for August so far. There's th- still three game weeks to go and there's a ton of ties, but for now, first place, fucking Mars. First place what? in the mug league. Absolutely flying. Do you Olympic, know what's so funny? Olympic de Mars. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. That's amazing. It's so insane. funny because. She doesn't talk much in Fest, and yeah. usually she has like one very like self-loathing, self-critical comment about one player on her team yes. who like draws her ire. Yes. And yeah, that's been absent first two game weeks, I guess, because she's fucking storming she's the beaches flying. of Normandy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice to hear. But yeah, yeah she'll just pop weeks, in and be shit. like, "Fucking blah blah blah." Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. she's literally first place out of like yeah. hundreds of people. Um, second place, Andrew Baker, and a bunch of other people i'm not going to read all their names on 165 and in third place stacy mcdonald timmy coel tied for third on 164 again three game weeks to go long way to a mug wait you gotta read the names how many are there there's many names is it like double digits it's not double digits okay andrew baker names. quinn walker Phelan, steven meyer will batema ali fornias christopher no idea that's your name spain nemer all tied for second and yeah. i, I meyer third gave me some guys. trouble yeah 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 you know it's just huh. m-u-i-r not oh, well, traditional not an oscar meyer there <laughs> Not the Jewish guy. <laughs> yeah, not, the non-Jewish Meyer. It could be me. 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 If he's French, it's me. If he's Nordic, it's fucking, I don't know. Who knows? Um, and then shout out to the leader of the public league, Greg Haddon, a.k.a. Quangia FC, up to 371st overall. So good job by you. Good start. Cool. Cool. Um, you know, I'm happy that we have a lot of new patrons and stuff, but we have so many fucking questions, especially early season. Like, where do we even begin? There's just going to be another long, dense pod. Long, dense, long and dense. Long and dense. That's how I like my, you know. Yeah, that's what she said. What do you said, want to talk about? I guess. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. You have anything? Do you want to start to talk about your keepers? Because a lot of people are in the Lester shitstorm and they're not I'm they're not happy about it. Chilling so hard on my keepers, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what they I do. Think people I literally need to don't hear give a that. fuck. People yeah, need to hear I, that. Like, <laughs> I don't even think about it. Like I don't literally think about it at all or give a fuck about what they do. They're they're playing. One of them is playing, and the keeper they just got, the Smithies, is third choice, four million. Like get the fuck out of here. It's two game weeks. I mean, they're obviously diabolical, but even diabolical goalies get 125 or whatever over the course of the year. And, you know, I mean, Arsenal and Brentham, as we're seeing Brentham playing out of their skin, you know, are bad fixtures. So, you know. And sometimes diabolical goalkeepers get 15 points against Fulham, like Saw did, you know? Yeah, so. I mean, he threw the ball into his own net for one of the goals, <laughs> which, great. You, which you don't enjoy seeing, but... 
he it's eight million. I mean, if, if again, this is the same exact thing I said last week, right? If I can't, you know, use the two million in my outfield and making moves to to make up those, you know, those thirty ish points that I'm throwing away by getting these two absolutely despicable humans, <laughs> then I deserve to get worse ranks and points, and I think I will be better at doing it than than not keeping it in my bank, not helping me much. I will yeah. say that. For now, it's <laughs> For not now, getting you any points. Not, yeah. But, but hopefully no, in just, the future points. I, yeah. And I still just, you know, I mean, Fofana's back and, you know, they obviously got ripped to shreds by against Arsenal, but I just, you know, it's, I just, whatever. It's just whatever. They're 8 you, million. They're playing. I, I don't give a fuck. I just gotta, don't give a you fuck. You gotta start a Marte. Just... It's so funny that know, you get Fafana and Evans back and he just wedges a Marte. He, he finds a way to keep playing a Marte. It's insane. insane. So yeah, can't, that was Cambier's strike and Bellboy's question. Like, do we admit that the Leicester thing was a fail and fix it or is it not worth the transfer? I mean, I don't know where I'd be if I had him, but I probably also wouldn't use the transfer. I think I tend to agree with Walsh there. X50 said, we're a couple of games in now. Which of the four or five keepers are standing out? Raya has great fixtures. Sanchez plays for Brighton. Hendo looks like he could be the new BAPS master. Um, Owen said, is Dean Hendo the best keeper option? If so, when should we bring him in? And Raya said, if you're going to bring in a four or five, whomst would it be? Um, yeah, Hendo's catching a lot of eyes with, you know, the, the hall, but they also should have conceded like three. So at least I'm, I'm not that sold despite, you know, he has the high floor cause he's always going to get a lot of saves, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that's what you're buying, right? Are the saves, but uh, right. Saving a pen. I mean, forget it, right? They, no, they should not have kept it clean at all. I, I don't mind the Hendo shout, but you know, I think. I think Guaita should be mentioned here, honestly. It seems like yep. you know, he's just picking up where he left off. And, you know, we we have some better fixtures coming up. We got a couple of tough ones out of the way. Um doesn't seem like Johnstone's gonna be, you know, playing anytime soon. You're taking his taking his spot this like this season, really, it looks like, unless if Guaita gets injured. But I think that's an interesting one. And and Raya, right? I mean, Brent, Brent Hammer yeah. playing really well. Um, yep. and they have insane fixtures. Yeah. And they have a really good run. So he, he would probably be like the chalk pick. Um, I do, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm never going to recommend Bob Monster to anybody. Um, <laughs> but he's but yeah, fine. I, I would probably go with Raya if I had to, if I was making this move and I was like, I'm getting a four or five guy right now, it would probably be Raya. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm with you there too. I mean, the, they're just such a better team. He's really good on bones, just underlying, like pass completion, like sweeper keeper shit. You know, and they have at Fulham, home Everton, at Palace, home Leeds, at Southampton, like, you know, get in there. You know, when you don't have to look that far in advance if you're making a keeper mood, because again, we're going to wildcard pretty soon, you know, probably within a month from now. So a short good run is something to, you know, build a dream on. I think it's, it's great. But there's also a lot of, there's a lot of like the premium, you know, Ederson's been, Donging. I still think Rammers is a pretty good pick. Still think Mendy is a good pick. They also have an insane run. Pope getting Max Bones in a nil-nil. Like, you know, there's there's just there's so many good picks at every position in the game this season in FPL, which is like very usually not the case. Yeah. Which so, is why you should have the absolute worst pick in <laughs> the worst pick. <laughs> Alan Iverson and uh, Charlie Ward. You think Iverson starts this week? After that no. fucking performance? No chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's maybe jump to Chelsea. Sure. Um, aforementioned really good run. They're at Leeds, home Leicester, at Southampton, home West Ham, at Fulham. 
crazy run. Um, a lot of people looking at Kukurea. Jadong said, what would you want to see from Kukurea to make him into a legit pick? Um, Penga said, is there a clear winner between Reese and Kukurea? If you already have one, is it best to just stick with who you have? And Palm and Frankenstein said, can you ask... Can you talk about the double Chelsea defense with Kukurea? Is it too soon to put more eggs in that basket? I can't believe there are still people out there trying to craft reasons why Reese is not the most inevitable. But it's not just Reese. It's, it's there's Cancelo questions. Like, can we go Cancelo to Walker? I understand the desire to like find money, but these are not the guys to do. The it. answer is Iverson Award. Yeah, actually. <laughs> The Iversons get 30 get less points than everyone else in one position. So you can get, you know, fucking Martinelli from Bailey, you know? I, I mean, yeah, it's just, you never bench Reese. You just never bench Reese. He's such a fucking cheat code in FPL. Just doesn't matter. Like, that's, that was of every fixture, of any fucking fixture all season, that was the most nailed fixture for him to play center back. Just on that side against Sun, you know, Kukurea just got there. You know, they haven't like tried Koulibaly on the right. They haven't tried anything else yet. He plays center back. He still could have gotten like one or two assists. Still gets a fucking best chance of the game. Open play in the box shots. Like he, you never get rid of him. You never sit him. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he subs into the wing back spot, right? And he gets the goal and shit. You know, yeah, yeah. that's always going to be a shout. What let's let's get into Kukurea though. I think, you know, that like, would I mean, I don't I'm sure we're both on the same page. We don't really need to see more. But I don't you know, need what to are see you seeing? More. Yeah, what are you seeing from him as a pick like buying him this week, looking at a medium term, you know, what do you what do you think? I mean, I think you can buy very confidently this week. I don't really I know some people are worried that it's going to be like a Chilwell Kukurea rotation. Like you don't break the fucking budget to buy Kukurea and then just rotate him with Chilwell. It's not a thing that happens. I mean, I think he'll get some starts at wing back. He'll get some starts at left-sided center back. He's going to be a monster on bones in both. You know, he's shown in a hundred total minutes what he can do attacking wise when he's on wing back. He was also on set pieces because it's a lot of it's because Reese was at center back, but even if they're both at wing backs, could see Kukurea taking the left side of corners, Reese taking the right side of corners. He took four corners in against Spurs. I just think he's like a very, very good pick. Like probably the best five oh pick in the game right now with their upcoming run. Yeah, I agree with you. Nothing to add. Yeah, and the defense looks fucking great. You know, yeah, they're still so. playing with extra and all of the defenders. And they conceded the, no uh, actual goals against Spurs. So Yeah. No, no real chances and no goals. So it's yeah, good. Back to back cleans. <laughs> in our <laughs> world. Game. Um, Chelsea attackers a little more in flux. Uh, Ritzy D said, what do we make of Chelsea and their attackers and Mount specifically? It feels like the 8 million for Mount could be better spent, but the fixtures are good. Chuck Norwich, Wolfgang Jones, Skim, all saying, have you seen anything from Chelsea that makes you think Mount is a good hold with the upcoming fixtures? So you, you obviously transferred Mount out. I think Martinelli's like clearly better than any of the eight billion mids in the game. But if you already have Martinelli, what do you do with Mount? I don't think transferring out before Leeds makes that much sense, you know, or Southampton or or Leicester. I mean, I, I think you sort of are stuck with, you know, and this is what we talked about, right? Holding him for these three. I think, you know, I was asking someone, I think 
French toast or someone on uh, Discord pulled it, but I was like, what are his actual amounts of returns against like top four, top six? I think he has like four returns in like 26 games or something (laughs) of that nature. You know, so I mean, Mount legitimately is just like you bench him when they play good teams. Yeah. You can, you know, you can do that. But when when they play bad teams is when he fills his boots, you know, I mean, and we, we did see that. Last season, he had a few games where he like fucking hauled ass, right? Yeah. In that Norwich game yeah. where he had like five returns or something. And, Monster, you know, dude. he was able to tick along, you know, I mean, a good season last year, but, you know, I think, you know, he's definitely someone against the lower, you know, worst defenses that, that can get points, but we haven't seen it with this front with Sterling. So, you know, there's still that uncertainty. I think the bigger thing is that there aren't so many like, Yes, this is a definite better pick in this yeah, price region other than Martinelli. So I think it's more like you're holding because there's nowhere else to go. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, there, you know, you can make a case for Kulu and Saka and Maddo and Diaz and Foden, all the same guys we've been talking about since preseason, but. Other than, again, I just echoing exactly what you said. Other than Martinelli, I don't think any are a clear upgrade and none have the fixtures that Mount has. You know, not even Sokka. I maybe Sokka, but like, you know. What about Matto, maybe? Are we? I doing mean, the I think Matto's a good pick, but you know, they're, you know, they have at Chelsea in two game weeks and the team is so f- fucked up. You know, it's He's just playing like. playing out of position. He is playing out of position. I like that a lot. I just. You know, Chelsea, we always think of them as like not an elite attacking team just because they're not really on like the city and Liverpool level. But like you mentioned the Norwich game, like there was also six, six nil against Southampton. You know, yeah. they, they fuck teams up. They're really good and their attack has only gotten better from last season, like significantly better with Raz. So I still expect them to just like beat the shit out of all the bad teams because that's what good teams do. And it's yeah. a lot, a, a thing that I always say is like the good teams are just way more predictably going to beat the shit out of bad teams. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's obvious, but people don't think about it that much. You know, like Leicester could like one, one Southampton and no one would be like, Oh my God, you know, I can't believe Maddo didn't return home Southampton, but like Chelsea at Leeds, I'm like, yeah, they're probably scoring three plus like, you know, Chelsea home Leicester, probably three plus outside that and probably three plus, you know, you can't say that about Leicester. Yeah. So that's, that's that's what yeah, I that's like. Fair. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, what hold. about Raz? Yeah, I mean, I mean, is that too much of a punt to throw out good picks to jam Raz in, like thinking he's going to get huge hauls, or is that? Yeah, it's just like, how do you get there? Yeah. Well, that's forget about how to one. get there. Let's just talk about him as like a ten million pick. Like, do you? Yeah. Where? What do you see? I think he's a better pick than Mount or Kai, like easily. Yeah. Like I, ex- yep. like, again, like my my preseason thoughts on Raz were like I expect him to score twenty goals this season, and through two games, I just still think that's going to be true. I mean, you know, against Spurs, nine touches in the box and assists, like good XG, good XA, like just a fucking monster. You know that this is just. He's not old yet. <laughs> you know, he's still just like in his prime elite player. Yeah. Um, getting on the ball in the box nonstop. You know, he missed that one chance, but it's again, it's against Spurs. It's a hard game. So, you know, I still think he has hat trick potential. Mountain Kai don't really have anything close to that. So, you know, if you had some, I, I can't really imagine the team that can like easily get to Raz, but 
if it's out there, I think it's a fucking amazing pick. I mean, that's yeah. that's as high upside a pick as you can get, really. I think for like a differential. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like Sun to Raz. Like I guess people have like you know three three premiums, but you know Sun has Wolves, Forest, West Ham, Fulham. So it's I like, know, yeah, I don't know how that's. Good. It's just like he's gonna have like periods this year where he plays four games and scores like 55 points or something. That's just a fact. Yeah. That's just based on what his role is and the minutes they're giving him. I mean, the thing that's really difficult with Raz, I've been finding myself like hard to update myself with is we've been so used to him for so many years with the same negative, like, is he going to start? And like, we don't have that anymore. Yeah. And I'm having a hard time like updating my brain when I'm looking at him as a pick is like, well, he's always been more than 10 million when he's at City and he's always like outperformed or been worth it basically all the time. And now that he is 10 million, you know, he's in zero teams. Yeah. Like why is Son in teams for 2 million more? He's basically just like a worse version of Raz or like yeah, he's I mean, done they what both Raz has play been doing striker. for less. Yeah. And he's two million less. Yeah, I guess like I was also thinking while you were talking, like there's teams out there with like double eight million mids, right? Like one to Martinelli and one to Raz is just yeah. like jizz. Like that's the best thing ever, you know? Yeah, I mean, like I could turn Neto into him if I get rid of Rabo, which I don't think is like a good idea, but I'm not that far away. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to do the like high upside chasing, you know, late riser before we wildcard type of style, which I think is very viable, good way to play the game, then Raz would be like one of the top names on my list. Like if I was wildcarding, fuck, you know, especially with Darwin Red now, you know, I would definitely be trying to like find a way to go three premium with that, with the, with the enablers that we think are probably good now, you know? Yeah. You know, and obviously the worst keepers in the game to help you get there. Yeah, of course we got to do that. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's it's yeah. Raz is definitely you know the the hall person in this team. Yes, you know just watching them if they are flowing and they're playing a bad team and they're creating shit like Raz, it's just not really possible for them to create goals without him at least getting the assist or the goal. Yeah, generally. So yeah, he's definitely good. But Mount still, yeah, yeah Mount's ugh, like. You yeah, know, he's good. He's going to be peripheral. good. Yeah, he's going to get his his points, but it's just watching them play and watching how peripheral he is, and like it doesn't you know it doesn't bring much you know confidence. I think. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Like, you know, in, in these games where they're just like you know pushing everyone forward, you know, looking for two, three, four goals or whatever. We'll see. I'm very, very curious. Like to watch them against the bad teams. And I'm just yeah. so high on this attack in general, like the three individuals. Right. Um, so, you know, and of course the wingbacks are great too. So it's like right. sort of like an elite front five. We just haven't really seen them like fully click yet. So yeah. that'll be really interesting. Yeah. Um, where to next? Should we just jump to Liverpool? I mentioned Darwin. Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about um, your, your dumb team. Yeah. <laughs> Can't win a game. Yeah, relegation contender. Um, yeah, we got a ton of questions about the defense after, you know, conceding goals in the first two. Gibran said, what would you do if you're on Trent and Rabo? There's no Matip, no Kanate, no Gomez. Hendo and Thiago absent as well, affecting the solidity in front of a depleted back line. Picks like Walker and Kukurea offer better value and look much better defensively. 
Balski, Josh, Smith, Elron, all what the fuck do you do with Robbo? Is two games really enough to come to the conclusion that the Robbo pick was worse than Diaz? And then Psycho Mike said Robbo to James. Is that the obvious move of the week? And for those of us dumb enough to to have that set up, to not have Reese, basically. What do you think about Robbo? I mean, I'm I'm not. Well, I was on, hoping on. to ask you because I'm not seeing this clearly. <laughs> as I like the first question, what would you do if like hi, like I'm right here? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. that is me. You know, what, how are you seeing? I mean, you got to pay attention to the fitness, I guess, this week a lot, but we didn't really know anything going into this game. You know, Klopp was like, it seemed like there was a witch in the dressing room, like everyone got hurt every day of the week. So, you know, all of that was a surprise. I think if we knew Nat Phillips was starting game week two, we wouldn't have gone, people wouldn't have gone Trent Robbo in game week one, you know. But, um, you know, the fixtures are still unbelievable. You know, Atman United, home Bournemouth, home Newcastle. At Everton, home Wolves, you know, they're still going to keep cleans, you know, they're still going to be really good. I mean, if anything, I think today was just like a reminder of how good Liverpool are, even though it ended in a draw. It was just like the dominance in the first, you know, 40 minutes or whatever was like incredible. Um, And, you know, the thing that Riser asked me in that preseason pod about like Robbo getting into the box more with Diaz. I was like, I kind of was like, ah, I don't know, you know, if there's anything. It's happening. It's happening every game. Like Robbo is yeah. just underlapping into the box and Diaz is the wide man when they're on the pitch together. So, I mean, that's good. You know, like there were moments in this game where he was the furthest forward and most central player on Liverpool getting the ball in the box. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's still taking the corners and shit. Still taking the corners and shit. You know, obviously the early sub, but it was a weird game. And, you know, they had to push everyone forward. And, you know, I, I wouldn't read too much into that. And Simicast yeah. was also awful. Um, <laughs> God, every fucking ball he played was just like out of bounds was or something. so bad. And that, everyone was like... Why did he get subbed? Like, was he gassed? Or what was... Did he ha- is he I carrying think it was something? Just, like, that was bizarre no, to me. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just five subs and like how, you know, like, you're not... There's a few guys that are definitely not coming off and it was just you know yeah. just trying to inject something and like you know obviously the he hooked him early it was 60 the, yeah the crosses were bad but the fact that Simicast was just getting there over and over was like the good part you know what i mean he, yeah. you can't predict he's gonna have like a horrible game yeah, and every cross is gonna be bad but, I, but i'm more of like why is that a thing he's thinking of doing is concerning to me like yeah because oh, i have all these extra subs like oh i'm gonna take robbo off for Shimcast, because I you yeah, know. I think it's just fresh legs, and you know, not. I, I mm-hmm. wouldn't read into it. It didn't seem like he was injured or holding anything, or okay. you know, whatever. So that that's what I thought. But okay. yeah, I, th- I still think Rabo's a great pick. But as you mentioned, I also think it's totally fine to go to these other amazing five million picks, which is yeah. why I didn't start game week one with Rabo because there's so many godly five O's. Yeah, that is more the th- Robbo's going to get his points as the season continues. He does every year, you know, as long as he's fit and Liverpool are going to keep their fair share of cleans as they do every year. It is, I think you, you're looking at it more in comparison. Like, is he that much better? Like, is he 2 million better than like Kukre? It's like, there's just probably not. There's not really no a world. Way. You can't yeah, like, there's not really a world to, to say that. Yeah. If two, if a million is worth like, half a point or even a full point i don't really know the math on that but you know somewhere in that region you're like there's just no way that he's gonna outscore kukurea by like 60 points 
in the end of the season. Assuming fitness, right? Yeah. Yeah. Assuming fitness. There's no fucking way in a points per game, you know, thing with Chelsea having as good, if not better fixtures. There's no way, you know? Um, So, you know, I think it's very team dependent, but if you have a good place to spend the money and upgrade a spot and, you know, go for someone that you really like and get rid of a bad player, I think Robbo is very expendable. Yeah, I agree with you. Still a great pick, very expendable. Yeah, Trent was just a god, you know, like I wouldn't go there. Yeah, no, no, that's a step too far because he's a different level. But, you know, I mean, it's back to that question, right? Like doing Robbo to Reese, if that million gets you a good upgrade, like, yeah. Just do it. I would absolutely do it. Yeah, yeah like people still have Bailey. Yeah. You know, like you, there are really bad picks in the game that people own that you have to deal with, you know, yeah, so like totally. make, make the money and get, make your team better. Um, and then the only other question we got on Liverpool was X50 said, is the Darwin ban good or bad for Mo and Diaz? Could we see Mo playing as the nine with Harvey on the right? I don't know. I man. mean, he's like never played Mo. <laughs> For, it's been like years. Since the he's only given time that, I can done that really, experiment. it was like three yeah, years ago. Yeah, it was Shakiri in the team in a four-two-three-one. Yeah, that's when like it was the like only a weird time game when it was and no like, one was fit or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of Mo playing up top, I don't believe that's going to happen. But I think we just—it's—it's it's kind of silly, I think, to try and create this narrative of like it's better or worse. Like he's played twenty minutes. Together. It's like whatever. We know that Mo's good when he's playing on like period right yeah bigger concern is who is actually fit like who the fuck is playing yeah i mean it's gonna be like harvey or carvalho i would assume is what's wrong with bob he just had a knock or something wasn't on the bench wasn't in the squad I mean, maybe he they do everything out. they can to to get him in there yeah i mean the in the like preseason gambling pod i guessed it on on wonder goal it was, we were kind of like talking about liverpool and one of the guys was like well if liverpool stay fit they're going to get the over on their points. If they don't, they're probably going to be in and around there. And it's like, holy shit, like three center backs hurt. All three forwards are hurt. Like, fuck, what the hell just happened? You know, this yeah. week was just like a punch in the face. Well, Barman didn't get hurt. He took himself out. He took yeah, himself out. Yeah, yourself, Thiago and Hendo hurt. Just like, Jesus, fuck. Um, but yeah, Hendo's I mean, hurt. Yeah, he, he didn't start and was knocked also. He subbed on, but he, he had a knock. On, That's right? why I didn't yeah. start. Yeah, Milner okay. started. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's Liverpool. Um, just running yeah. through the fucking teams right now. Um, Arsenal got a bunch of questions. Um, also on the defense, X50 again. He said, do we want a piece of the Arsenal defense, even when them conceding two against Leicester? And if we do, is Zinchenko worth the extra cash over Saliba? And then Sutton said, I want to jump on an Arsenal defender for this run. Are any of the four or five safer starts? Saliba, White, and Tomiyasu. So yeah, Arsenal have at Bournemouth, home Fulham, home Villa, at Man United, home Everton. Next five, insane. Yeah. Who do you like? Well, Zinchenko's pretty obvious in terms of, you know, the defensive options he's you know he's getting in good positions and doing good bonus point things um i don't know i mean I, i'm not like completely secure of like the saliba white tomiyasu situation you know i mean tomiyasu subbing on last game it wouldn't be insane to me that he gives saliba like some you know manages him a little bit right i mean yeah, he's like he's so brand young. new just got here he's 22 or whatever right yep 
I feel like Ben White's kind of, I mean, he's not like a, the sexy hick, but he's kind of like safer to me than Saliba. And he has the I versatility of right back. Yeah. Because I don't imagine that there's any world where the White is healthy and dropped and Saliba's playing and Tomiyasu's playing right back. Like that doesn't seem like that's reasonable to me. Do you do you see it the same way? Or I think I... so. I'd be I'd be curious to ask Nate. You know, me. I I wouldn't be shocked if Nate was just like, no, Saliba's like a hundred percent first choice and just like so, he's just so, so much good. better. Yeah, like I, that wouldn't surprise yeah. me if that's what you know an Arsenal fan said. But I do think Zinchenko's worth it. I mean, the the above average guys who you know love their bonus points were tweeting like live in that game before Leicester scored their second. And there were four goals. Zinchenko had no attacking contributions, no clean, and he was on for a bone. You know, he was just that kind of guy. Like, it seems that like all the bonus shit he did at City is carrying over and he's just going to be a god. So, yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, but and yeah, then, and certainly with that run, right? I mean, any of them are yeah, great. They'll, they'll keep picks. a few cleans. They're they're just going to be solid there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal having a fucking hell of a start to the season. Yeah. And then, uh, a couple Saka questions. RB said Saka feels a bit more peripheral. Is it worth a minus four to get off Saka for the next best? And then grossly incompetent Noka said, "What are your thoughts on Saka to Martinelli?" In my case, this would take White to a six-three-ish defender like Reese James. I mean, that is the easiest transfer you could ever make. I think Martin, doing Martin Saka is so much better, right? Yeah, he's just strictly better with the two million or one point eight now. But it's just that that's not even close. Um, if that's if that's the best way that you can get to him, mind you, you know, because I don't think Saka is suddenly like a bad option, even though you know he's got you know kind of a well, that was like a flukier assist, right? Was that on the own goal? Or it was whatever? the own goal. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. and then he. And he was pretty quiet against Leicester, right? They were doing most of the shit down the left, but he's still a really good player and they still have really good fixtures. So, you know, I don't know if that's, you know, I would rather have Martinelli and I think then instead of, I mean, if there's a time to do that, it's now, you know, with these few games coming up. Um, Yeah. But, you know, Martinelli's great. Yeah. I mean, Nate Nate and I were talking about this a little bit. Um, in Discord, and Nate sent me like a screenshot of like a heat map thing. It's just like everything is happening on the left. Like Jesus yeah. is drifting left, Zinchenko's pushing up, Shaka's pushing up, Martinelli's like the center of all the stuff happening on the left, and Saka's just like so isolated. So, you know, I don't know if it's going to persist. It seems weird that like Odegaard and Saka just aren't really getting anything going in these attacks. You know, maybe teams will overcorrect and like load up defensively on that side or, you know, whatever. I, I agree with you. I mean, like you look at those fixtures and I'm not like, I got to sell Saka. But yeah, between the two of them with the savings, Martinelli's just such a better pick. Yeah. I still expect Saka to get points and he's still, as far as we know, on pens. Yeah. If they ever get one, we'll find out. They'll, they'll get a pen, a cheeky pen. They'll get one eventually. They'll get one eventually. Um, another team, obviously, Man City. I feel like we talk about them every episode. Um, just a bunch of random questions. D- Dean Ailer said last week you had said to wait one more week on Jack. I assume we can safely jack him off the team. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. It's just not worth the the headache, the minutes concern. You just can't really carry a, a pick on your team, I think, in this way, right? Yeah. I mean... It's sad. 
<laughs> but that's just how city that's how pep city is you know yeah um Harley Boy said, can you re-rank the city midfielders now that you have two weeks of data for what their roles will be? So what do you see from like Foden and Kev? I mean, Kev is, you know, what, what we thought he was. Obviously, he's going to be just shitting yeah. points all season. He almost he's doesn't 12. matter. Yeah. Yeah. He's 12 million for a reason. Um, I mean, Foden, he just does my head in, honestly. I mean, watching them play, it's like he does easy things makes it look difficult. The hard things is like, well, how did you do that? <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, yeah, I mean, getting yeah. ripped off at halftime is obviously not something you want to ever see from your player. You know, he's just, Pep's going to just be managing minutes of all the people like game to game, just like the psychopath that he is, you know, he's just going to be doing mad shit all the time. And, you know, you, if you're buying a ticket to this show, then you just have to be prepared for literally anything can happen. What we do know, I think is though, like Foden is obviously first choice across the front three somewhere, you know, with Holland and, you know, that other spot is, is, is more suspect, right? So it's going to be Mares, it's going to be Alvarez, it's going to be Grealish, it's going to be fucking Bill, don't know, right? Yeah. I think the most interesting one is probably Gundo, you know, wearing the captain's armband both the mm-hmm. first two games, right? And yes, he got subbed early both the two games. You know, probably should expect that because he's not, you know, very young and, you know, they don't have a lot of depth, um, and he's very and, injury and, prone. Yeah. And Calv, Calv is surprise, shock, horror, unavailable after playing one minute, fucking made of glass, <laughs> worthless. Gundo is interesting though, right? Very interesting. I mean, after West Ham, we were kind of like, was that just a weird fucking West Ham tactic? We don't really know what to expect. Yada, yada, yada. Then after Bournemouth, it's like, okay, Gundo's getting really far forward in the box, getting a huge chance again. It's like, it's becoming more and more interesting match by match for 7-5. And yeah, I think like you said, you know, obviously he's not playing 90, but he does seem more secure for starts at the moment. He's not going to play every game. Bill's going to get games. He's probably going to get hurt at some point, whatever. But for now, he seems very interesting. Uh, would you put him ahead of Foden in your, if you're ranking no. <laughs> probably no, not right yeah. i would not do that phone is just also like you gotta pass the ball to holland man yeah. that they, did you see the shit they asked pep about that in the post game yeah yeah i saw he's just distraught and he's like you gotta pass yeah. the ball you know no yeah i mean it's yeah that was just one of those one of those. So that that was yeah. Secortiza's question about Gundo. Um, John said Kev looks good. Looks good as a provider for Holland, but also looks like he's still going to shoot if he gets a space. Is he the better option of the two, as he will have assists and goals? And then RB and Sveen said, is he a better option than Mo? Gives us an extra million. So people <laughs> going Mo to yeah. Kev, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I still think he's a better pick than Holland. I, and I was saying that preseason, pretty. Uh... Yeah. Emphatically, right? Yeah. And nothing's, nothing's changed there. Again, you know, what, what changes is when you look at the percentages of points and like, how much do I think that? I mean, I'm not willing to like switch them, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and stake my, my entire like season basically on that decision. But, you know, Kevin's just, he's, you know, he's in more teams now for sure. And he's in almost up to 20%. Yeah. But, you know, Holland again, though, this game, right, should have had a double return. You know, I mean, that would have been minimum. That would have been a six or a seven point goal. And, you know, he still looks just really good. Um, they're both great. Yeah. Yeah, And the the Foden goal, when I was watching back, the Foden goal, dude, like, 
Travers got a fucking mm-hmm. hand on that. That was like it a, almost went right. Yeah, it was like dribbling, like perfect. Yeah. Like he could have had a fucking triple. If it was return. a little firmer, it would have went right into his path, and he right just into his it path. In. Yeah. And then obviously the the tap in that wasn't tapped, and then he had that other decent chance from Jack before coming off. I mean, yeah, it's just like I still feel so confident in, in capping Holland and like the bankers. Yeah. So yeah, totally agree. You know, I'm not. No need to go there. But yeah, Kev, great pick. And um, Moda, I mean, getting rid of Mo is insane to go to Kev, I think. Yeah, it's still it's still just bonkers. Um, and then Jeff said, is City D besides Kinsella worth a spot in our teams? They don't seem to likely to pull bonus most matches, but there are great options. And, and there are great options like Zinchenko and Kukurea at the five-ish point. I mean, what are you... Walker curious, Ake curious, like did this game change anything for you or No, I mean I I don't think it again, it's it's you have to look at them in the other the context of the game and the other players, right? And it is frustrating that, you know, it's sort of a six point ceiling. You know, I mean Ake, sure, he's got the occasional goal, but you know, he's a center back. So, you know, are you gonna yeah. get, you know, the one or two that he does do, you know, when he's in your team, who knows? Yeah. Um but you know, looking across the game, like trips right like in good runs like i'd rather have him than you know walker or diaz because yeah. he could get two games worth of points in one and you know walker and and ake and diaz really well, i guess diaz is a little bit attacking but like they really can't right so yeah you know it's just they're they're all really good picks i think you're you know you're sort of splitting hairs you're, you're like which is the best of these really good picks but i do think like getting zinchenko or kukure or these guys who have these like assist bonus 12 point like that's it's just better right and even though the floor isn't as high because their clean sheet odds are always going to be a little bit lower than city they're still fucking high like chelsea's still keeping a shit ton of cleans you know arsenal in this run going to keep a shit ton of cleans hopefully so you don't have to spike you know the attacking returns that much you know knowing that they're going to be coming with bonus points to to really far outpace i think those city picks yep um looking at how it is right now you know, but uh, it, it's yeah. still, it's like, a, it's still, it's, it's tough because it's, you know, who are you buying, holding, selling? I'm still not selling any of these picks. Like, no, I have these guys, not. you know, of you're just not. holding them. But like, I'm looking at trips. Like, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep trips. Yeah. And, you know, I would rather have Kukurea than, you know, Ake. Yeah. Right and in hindsight, again, like, you know, it's easy, obviously, in hindsight, but like, again, this is why I want Ederson and not Walker. There's so many defenders I want, right? It's yeah. the same thing as like the Robbo thing. It's like, no, I want trips in this good run. I want fucking, now I want Kukurea. Now I want Zinchenko, you know? So it's just like, is what it is. Yeah. Um, we got some Brentford questions because the okay. bees are just buzzing, buzzing, and they have at Fulham, home Everton, at Palace, home Leeds, at Southampton. Um, you know, part of their amazing run. Um, RB said Brentham fixtures look good. Bailey is not good. Thoughts on a Bailey to Brentham Brentham move? If so, who? Well, I don't like any of the mids um that much. I think I think really Tony and Bumo are the are the only good FPL yeah. assets there. Um, yeah. I mean, to, dude, Tony's seventeen points. Good, really good start for him. Fly. You know, it's just watching him is so frustrating because he's. Basically, like out of position, like reverse out of position. Yeah. Watch, like, he, he just really doesn't. Is. He doesn't strike. He's he provides. I mean, he yeah. he's he just creates. He doesn't even really like take shots. Like unless you if, can't, to, you can't. It's like 
it's good in real life and bad in fantasy. Yeah. Right? Because it's like their system's so good. They play so smart. Frank is such a good manager that he wouldn't accept a fucking Cristiano Ronaldo who like doesn't run and doesn't link and can't, you know, do anything. So Tony has to be able to do all this stuff and he's so good. But yeah, he had the one, he had one shot in the best fixture in the fucking world, home and United. And he had two shots against Leicester in a game where they were behind the entire game. It's just like not great. Yeah. And, you know, the assists, the chance creation. I mean, it was there last year and he only got five assists. He was definitely good for more than that. He has pens. You know, he's seven one now. He just rose, right? So he's still a good FPL pick. It's just, there's, it's just frustrating. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He's just but like you he's hold a frustrating him. player. You hold it, him, like, of course. Very, I mean, his run very is crazy. Confidently. Very confidently. And he's yeah. better than probably every eight, mi- 8 million mid. You know, everyone's obsessed still with the 8 million mid spot. Yeah. He's a million cheaper and he's just going to tick all season, you know? Yeah. So, yep. and, and the bees are fine, man. The bees are, who are in like relegation betting odds, you know, in the preseason are fucking fine. But also, yeah, I, mean, I think the Man United fixture is just like, we have to treat it like they played against like Bielsa Leeds at this point. Yeah, well, it's like, what was, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, it's doesn't an even easy count fixture. almost. Yeah, it's an easy fixture. And, you know, they did not fundamentally function for that first half until he just made all the subs and put all the attackers on and they just scored two against Leicester. So, you know, those are definitely, there's some some little concerns there, but... I still think they bought incredibly. We've been talking about that, how well they bought. And, you know, the other thing with Frank that we're seeing is like, he's just using his subs so intelligently. And he has these, the fact that he has this like three at the back, four, three, three kind of that he he was doing that last season. And they do have a lot of new players and he's, you know, he's betting some of them in. But the fact that he has that, the players used to playing in those different formations, you know, he has so much flexibility in game in the second halves to change the game and, you know, to just use those subs to, to change and, and adjust to how he's seeing it. Tony's never going to be subbed off. So you can always guarantee that he's going to be there from yeah. minute one to 90. And, you know, if Frank, you know, takes Wissa off and puts Lewis Potter and does fucking De Silva here, takes De Silva, right? Hito Turkoglu, like, yeah. Yeah, Hito Turkoglu, De Sarvish, <laughs> you know, Derviskoglu, whatever the Turkish dude, like, whatever the fuck's going on, right? Tony's going to be on the pitch. And with Pence, like, he's just he's just a, set, a steady, solid pick. And he should be in more teams, for sure. Yeah, he should be. Yep. But and I, Bumo. Like, our, but I feel like this is also, like, we're not getting him. Yes. I mean, I'm just kind of, I feel a little bit stuck, right? Because I'm sitting here and I think a lot of people have a similar structure as me with Hall and Jesus who are going absolutely nowhere. Nothing in the bank. My third forward's Archer, right? So I need to find three million. Well, where do you put Tony in this landscape of the mids? Yeah, I mean, I do think he's better than the eight million mids. Yeah. Well, what about Diaz? You have Diaz. Yeah, but I'm not like, that's the thing, right? I'm not going to like go Diaz out, Tony in for a hit. You know, Diaz is still nailed on Liverpool, way better attack. You know, like, you know, his goal today was fucking insane, but he's not going to do that every week, but he's still going to get points. It's just like, it doesn't seem worth a hit to me. It could be, you know, it could end up being worth a hit for sure. Um, but you know, it just doesn't seem that worth it to me. You know, a lot of people rolled their transfer, you know, someone like you with 2 million in the bank, like you could get there. But like, for me, I'm just like, yeah, what, what am I doing? Doing that yeah. move, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hear you. Yeah. He's but hurt like, me so bad, dude. Last year. Tony. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was kind of painful. It was really bad. Yeah. Me. I mean, Bumo also hurt us, but you know, he's, yeah. he's looking good. He was a five, yeah. he was only five, five last year, but yeah. He, six million forward looking good. I mean, he's a solid pick too. And Warren was asking about Rico Henry. He said attacking fullback. Brent Ham looked good with great fixtures, startable four, five, or is a safer option like dunk the move? I mean, seems, seems solid. Seems like a decent pick to me. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't like him personally. And I, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's good. I, I like Hickey a lot, but I, I. Yeah, I mean, I think Dunk or Saliba, or like I think, or White or whatever. I, I think there are plenty of other four or fives I would rather have than uh, than Henry. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm still not sold on, on like Brentford. You know, keeping cleans in general. Yeah, I, know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, because they, they <laughs> they're not a great I mean, you know, defensive team. Yeah, Definitely I mean, me not. is an upgrade. I mean, right? He's it's really good to have him in. I mean, they still have these injuries with Pennock and Iyer out, but I just you know they they. You know they're good, they're they're solid, but I think when you when you're looking at a four or five defender, like on Arsenal, yeah, it's exactly. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not getting the Brentford one just because he's like a little bit attacking. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I think I'm with you there. Um, yeah, so we kind of answered Balfi's question, we kind of answered Sides' question, so that's it for Brentham. Um, you know, and we might take a further look into Brentham tomorrow. Well, for the for the Patreon subscribers, um, oh cheeky little tit by me. Um, and then the last, you know, kind of like bigger topic before, just like you know, the random question section of every episode is um, sort of that budget mid spot, the Neto Bailey game week one spot. Um, a lot, a lot of people are there. A lot of people have two guys in that range. A lot of people don't know what the fuck to do. So let me just. Battle off some questions here. We got Simple Mug. He said, most players have at least one of Neto and Bailey. There's a lot of focus on the bottom of the barrel mids due to people either already owning or having been priced out of Martinelli. What is it realistically we should be expecting and looking for with options in this 5-5-5 to region? And are are there any players whatsoever in this bracket that you think would be fine picks for the short term? The answer is still Shaka. Um, I don't know if you saw his Shaka video, but it was amazing. Um, Sonnet said... Bailey out for De Silva or Dewsbury Hall. De Silva upside gives me 0.4 on the bank. Great fixtures. KDH the same minus Chelsea. They both have some questionable game time so far. Um, and Jabron said, what do I do with Neto? First two games blank. Spurs and Newcastle next two. I already have Martinelli. Um, EB, should we fuck off Neto? Al, you know, sort of finish it off. He said with Nico and Andreas looking good as fieldable options, is it best to just have them rotate for the 11th man spot and put the money elsewhere? So I mean you're on you're on fucking Neto. I already got rid of Bailey. Like what what's the what are you looking at here? Yeah, I mean it's it's frustrating with Neto. Right? I mean both games he could have had returns in either easily, right? I mean he really fucked his shit up in Fulham. I mean he had one like, ridiculous and then Leeds, you know, Open net. more yeah, more more assists than goal and shit, but I mean, I still think Neto's like basically everything you would want in a 5-5 mid in the game. I mean, he's nailed. He's, you know, arguably their best attacker, best player, maybe whatever, right? I mean, he's just, he's really good. He just fucks up in the final third. He just can't finish <laughs> his dinner. You know, it's really fucking annoying and frustrating watching him because any, any of the, you know, six good attacking actions they have throughout the 90 minutes, this team, you know, he's, he's central to, to it all. But it's, it's, it comes back again to, I mean, it's, I think how, how patient are you willing to be? Because, you know, this is not going to be prolific. You know, he's not going to, he's not going to be banging in all of these returns in this consistent stream. I mean, he, he does have, 
you know, issues in front of goal. I mean, it's not like this is a player who scored 12 before he's fucking five goals last yep. five, when he was good. He had five goals in 2,500 minutes. And that's not, <laughs> that's not a lot, you know, and you know, we're kind of hoping that he just is better or just gets yeah. better. They're not playing three yeah. center backs. They're just more attacking more. And, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to, to see them in, in just two games. I think with, you know, four at the back, they're obviously countering more, but they still look bad. I mean, they look like they should just, you know, they have moments or periods in games, but they're still kind of disjointed and bad players. I mean, Potence is bad and Huang is really bad. And Guedes, the new guy they got, is basically him. And that's not what they need. So he doesn't have anyone to pass to, and he kind of sucks at scoring goals by himself. So... <laughs> it's tough to see where the FPL points come from because, but when you you watch the games, and it's like, wow, he's great, you know, like yeah, yeah he's doing every, he's countering, he plays the right ball, he's there, he's here, he's fucking whatever, you know. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's really frustrating to to watch and own him. But when you're looking at him, like, right, there's Arebo who like doesn't start every game, or fucking like De Silva who's not nailed, or Grob who you know got a rebound goal and another thing, and then the you know, who knows? He could also just he's be dropped in the game. Yeah. Yeah. He's on Brighton, you know, similar, just like, well, same problem, like don't score a goal. I, so you look around and just like, well, there aren't any, you know, Dewsbury Hall's, you know, yeah, he's, he's playing in an FPL position now, but when Barnes comes back, he's going to be, you know, dropped back and, you know, he's just not a, he's not a long-term pick. So, I mean, it's just, there aren't any good picks here really, I think. So I feel like Neto is still, despite all of his issues, better than them all, even though he has no points. I one million percent agree. Yeah. I think it's just one of those moments where you need to like bin your emotions and just put it to the side because the strategic pick of Neto went well in terms of like, again, everything you said, like what did you realistically want to see from him? You're seeing all of it. He's even taking some corners. Like he's looking, you know, really attacking. Like it's all there. You know, they sell Cody, they buy another box to box mid, like they're sticking with the four three three. So that shit is all there. Um I think you just hold like ideally you bench him versus Spurs, you know, maybe you got Pereira, you got Nico in, whoever whoever you have. But I don't think that Neto and Bailey were are are the same like category at all i think bailey like he didn't even fucking start like he's an emergency get rid villa can't score villa have nightmare fixtures like again wolves have at spurs but then you know home newcastle just newcastle just got fucking obliterated by brighton it's it's not like they're playing fucking city you know that's like a game where you can still score goals you know and then they have they have good fixtures after that as well so yeah I, i agree with you i think neto's still a hold and I think just like reflecting back on where we wanted, where we were in game week one, I mean, so one of the reasons that you went netto over Bailey, and I think it was a good one, was because like the bet was on not just netto, but it's like so much, there's so many more five fives that could be good. It was, it's almost like the bet was on the five five slot more than it was on Neto because you could just get someone else if someone else is like outstanding and Neto's horrible or something. Bailey, on the other hand, if you had no money in the bank, luckily I did, you just, there's no moves. <laughs> like there's no one to get. They're all bad. They're all DMs or box to box mids who aren't going to score points and it's just like a nightmare. So 
And we mentioned it right on preseason. It was like, even if Bailey pops off the first two game weeks, like, do you hold? <laughs> like, are you holding for at Palace, home West? Well, home West End might be good now. At Arsenal, home city? Like, you still, it's still like an emergency. So, you know, that's tough for people in the spot. But yeah, I mean, people, who do you like who is cheap that people could maybe get to from Bailey? Well, I think Eze is is worth considering pretty seriously. Um, you know, we still have City game week four, but That's he's tough. Yeah, it's tough, but you know, he's clearly gonna be getting assists this season. Um, you know, he's on set pieces and you know, he's at five five spot. He's gonna be playing that, you know, that roaming eight, getting forward a lot. And, you know, he's he's looked really good through two games. He looks back to how he was, you know two seasons ago um so i think he's he's someone to consider i don't i i, I like him i think more than than grob um oh i mean to me i, I still like grob. I, yeah i feel like they are very similar in kind of what they do for their teams i just feel like as is you know just a better player. i just think he's better he's just a better player and i think we are better than brighton we we create more and we we play more attacking we just haven't seen it because of our fixtures so far that I just feel like there's a lot more projectability with Eze than, than there is with Grob. Um, you know, something like a, you know, six and nine season from Eze isn't like, you know, unfathomable to me. Um, I don't really like anyone else. Yeah. I mean, Grob, we, we don't a hundred percent know, but I think and suspect that he will be on pen. So that already just makes him like, okay, is he going to get three, four free goals this year? Like that's fucking yeah. gigantic. And he's shooting a lot more. Like as we still don't really know if he has any goals in him. You know, he got four in 2020. I feel like a couple of free kicks and stuff like that. And like, yeah, he shoots know. from distance. That's the thing. Is, yeah. You know. So I'm a little worried on that front, but you know, Harley boys, Colin Hemdog, all asking if it's Rodrigo time. Like, obviously it's not a straight swap from Bailey. You need a fucking like downgrade yeah. Robbo or something to get there. But yeah, I'm fucking really high on the Rodrigo pick. I really, mean, I, I, I like, I'm still like, so don't, I think this is just fool's gold. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah we're way, I'm, I'm like way really, different on I'm, Rodrigo. Yeah, I'm really not into Rodrigo at all. Yeah, I mean, he. I was into him pre-game week one. Obviously, I didn't start with him because you know that's what I do here. But you know, he scores the goals. You know, kind of a freakish goal against Wolves, and you know, like it went through Saw's hands. Basically, it was like a De Gea moment, but. I don't know the extent of the Bamford injury. You know, Marsh said it's like not too bad. Like we'll see. But when Bamford went off, he just played striker and everything, all of his numbers just popped. Like he was just getting, he just went from, you know, three touches in the box and against Wolves to eight touches in the box against Southampton. Like all the key passes, all the passes into the, into the box, you know, just doing all the shit that a striker would do. And, you know, if he keeps doing that, the way that Leeds play, they're generating a lot of attack. You know, obviously they have home Chelsea's going to be tough, but they're generating a ton of attack for their prices, their relative prices. I still think at 6-1, you know, he's just going to keep being good. So I, I am still high on yeah. that pick. All right. But there's not many others. I mean, I'm so fucking over the moon that I had the mill in the bank to get to to Martinelli from Bailey. Yeah, that was huge. That was ridiculously huge because I would just be shitting it right now and hating my life if I didn't have that. Um, 
Okay, dude. How I don't even know how long we're going because we're using this different thing. And yeah, we're we're at like high fifties. High fifties, not bad, not bad. Um, you ready to jump to other questions? Yeah, let's let's hear the rapid fires. Let's do it. Uh, Ken Dawson, who do we bring in for the fraud dean? Any observations about defenses stronger than expected? TCAP also looking off low dean. He said, do you go Perisic as he's broken in now? Or should I be looking at Kukurea? Blah, 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 all the other guys. So, Yeah, what about know. we didn't mention Perisic? I mean, do you... Are you buying here because you know we're expecting him to start after it's, playing ten minutes? It's so hard. This, that's, yeah. Besides, yeah. Tank and and Snet, we're also wondering what the fuck to do with Paris. He plays twelve minutes, gets an assist, yeah. three corners in twelve minutes. I mean, I mean, it's a problem. It's if I owned him, I I think I'd I would a hundred percent hold. I think. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest issue is sure. Okay, Wolves. We feel better about him starting that game than we did against Chelsea. You know, we could still not start. We wouldn't be surprised, but they have three games in a week <laughs> after that. You right. Know? Right. So, I mean, your, your best case scenario is he starts two. So, you know, your best case scenario for him is he starts three of the next four. Worst case, he starts one or two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we just don't know the extent of his fitness. If he's being withheld to only go 10 minutes. It's, it's presumably not shit. good yeah. when right? they need a goal too. When they need a goal, and it's you know, I mean, fucking whatever. It's ten minutes. That's it. So, I, you know, it's it's just it's just concerning. Um, it would be concerning. a very very like high risk transfer in right now. Yeah, but definitely. but the reward, his ceiling is also astronomically high, right? Because yeah. like, yeah, if he if he does start that best case of three out of the next four, it doesn't really even matter which three because they're all fucking no, good. They're all good. Yeah, he has fifteen point ceiling, or you know, more in all of those. He has goal, yeah. assists, clean potential yeah. in all of those. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I would hold if I owned. But am I transferring him in? I mean, are you looking at bringing him in? I'm like. <laughs> It's all fucked all up. Place. Yeah, because my game week, place, my game week one thoughts were like, he's my number one priority for game week yeah. three for trips. Like that was the yeah. placeholder for Parasitch. Yes. Parasitch Dean for trips. me. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think with you know, you look at Kukure, like these other options that are emerging. I don't Fit, know how nailed. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I mean the the lack of nailedness is a big issue, you know, especially when it's like a few games in a week and shit like that. When we don't, it's not even that he's not nailed. He's not, we don't know if he's, he's not even fit, you know, he's not even fit. like if he was fit, then we would have a better idea of, you know, what's going to happen. But it's, it's the combination of those two factors, which is like, what does the fitness look like? Is it like, Oh, it's Wednesday, August 17th. Parasitch is fit now. Like yeah. then what, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're not yeah. going to know. We're not going to know. Right. We're, we're not just gonna not going to know. And he's going to start one of these next couple games and play, you know, 70 minutes, 62 minute, whatever, and look great. Cause he's an incredible player. But when do we put him in our teams? I don't know. I mean, we're, we're going to get this either terribly wrong or brilliantly right. I think. Well, yeah. I mean, I think you hold a few on. And for us who don't own, probably don't transfer it. I mean, like for me, I have nothing in the bank. So for me, it's like not really even an option. I'm not going to hit him in. I'm not that crazy. But for you, you know, you have, you have trips who has city and Liverpool two out of the next three. You have a fucking bajillion dollars in the bank. Like 
It's definitely worth considering, but it's fucking No, it's tough. worth it's considering, risky. but then it's like, it's well, why would I pick him over Kukurea? I just don't think there's enough there to pick him over Kukurea. I think I'm with you. Because what you're doing is, you know, you're you're risking disaster. Like, all of these little micro decisions add up and became like become calamitous like very quickly. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, it doesn't take much. It takes one or two injuries elsewhere. And then also I have this player who might play 10 minutes a game. Right. You know, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, I got a wife to walk right now. Yeah. You know, right. but if you have like, if you get Kukure, it's like, oh, he's just fucking going to play whenever all the games, like whatever. Don't have to think about it. Good pick. You know, no, he's not going to have 20 pointers or 15 pointers like, you know, like Parasich might, but you know, that the way it, it looks, you know, in the landscape is yeah. different. The hostage holding potential is like off the charts. Oh yeah. Because he just subs on, plays thirty-two and hits the post. Okay, what do you do now? <laughs> like what are you doing giving four? I mean, he like, just played ten minutes and got four points. I mean yeah. he has way more points than Robbo and he's played thirty minutes. Yeah, total. On the season. On the season. Yeah. So, you know, I mean there's he's got that. Speaking of trips, RB and Mukizi asking what to do with trips. What do we do with trips? If if we should be moving, who do we jump to? Simple Mug said, "Can we have some scolding of all the degenerates talking of selling trips?" So Mug is not happy with that. Yeah. What are you looking at with trips? I'm I'm 100 holding. I mean, I have fucking okay. Dean, and but I also have Pereira. Yeah. You know, and I think Pereira, like he said, it wasn't like anything serious. He he still played the majority of the game, whatever this knock is. So I still think he'll probably start with a week off. Um, he was really bad. Wolves game. Fulham suck. I mean, let's yeah. not pretend that they're a good team who, because they drew against Liverpool, like they got fucking destroyed by Wolves. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's still created some chances off set pieces and is still really far attacking and yeah. still got three points. You know, so like... That's fine. If he, yeah. if you offered me three points right now just to sub in for trips, I would a million percent take that. Yeah, I, I think there are a few things. That, like, the main thing is, right, you're looking at playing Hulkbaum for two of the next three, which are admittedly, <laughs> you know, fine home fixtures, Brentham yeah. and, and Brighton. And Brighton. But you're also, you also have to, and you're accepting, you know, two points, three points. You know, five points in the soup. So that's yeah. what you, you're happy with that, Something right? Something like and that, yeah. Whatever. But it's also like, what is that also alongside the cost of, is trips even better than Kukurea? Like, probably not. Right. So you're holding a worse pick with two very soon games that you're benching him for a, a DM or, or not a DM, but, you know, someone yeah. who you don't yeah, expect yeah. to return. A four or five. Yeah. You know, versus getting someone like a Kukurea or getting someone like, Walker or Ake, right? Where it's like, yeah. no, they're just going to get points. Yeah. So it, you know, when I look at it in that way, it makes it feel like it's just a lot worse to hold. But yeah. you know, like I'm teams dependent. You have Dean. That's not even close, right? Because you right. can you start trips ne- the next game week, and are you taking a hit for two start? You know, with this and that. Yeah. It's, then yeah. it's like probably not. It doesn't make sense. You want to at least you know maybe try and get rid of him when it makes more economical sense for your your team to not hit him out or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, there are just so many other good picks that you know trip suddenly is, is falling down in the pecking order, even though you yeah. know he does you know he's very influential and creative and stuff. He has a set pieces, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's tough. I, I think it's it's really tough. Yeah, I still like again. They got fucking dominated by Brighton. Like we that should not go amiss. That they yeah. were so no, they lucky have kept to not get to clean. Yeah. at least two goals without like Pope heroics and lucky random shit. You know, but alongside that, as you mentioned, I mean, bonus point. God trips. 
you know, creating chances, all the set pieces. You know, I still think he's like a really, really fucking good pick at five. Yeah. And I and the other, you know, at Wolves Home Palace in four and six, I'm like, yeah, I mean, ten point potential. You know, that's just like always what he has. Is like, you know, or even more if he gets an assist and a clean, because then he'll definitely be on Max Bones, you know, so I still just think he's incredible, but I totally get people getting rid if you're in their if they're in a situation more like yours where it's like not starting this guy makes your 11 so much worse. Well, right. I feel like my, I feel like Pereira, you know, again, it's like it's averaging it out, right? If I really expect trips to be getting like seven to 10 pointers in, you know, decent fixtures, which I do. And so far he's two, seven pointers. Then like, if you average that out over four game weeks with, the five from Pereira, like it's pretty good. But if he doesn't get the cleans at Wolves and Home Palace, then it was a nightmare decision. A huge, yeah, huge And problem. I just got, you know, fucking like eight points in four game weeks from that spot. Yeah. yeah. So it, it the, is pretty yeah. risky. Yeah, that's the that's the issue. Yeah. I mean Pereira, like I expect two to three points, but like he could also get an assist at any point. So you just gotta yeah, he pray get a that he does a he does a boy. Yeah, you do it when he's in, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was really concerned about how he looked against Wolves. He was nowhere near anything good ever at all, period. Like, he looked so much better against Liverpool. I just, yeah, you know, I, I, outside of, like, a corner assist, it's just it's hard to see him getting points. And, you know, he's just someone you really don't want to actually, like, start, you know? Like, if he comes yeah. in off the bench, he's your first bench, like, fine. You know, he's playing, he's whatever. You know, he's not an actual DM, but if you're actually putting him in your team to start him, it's like, that's, I think, really bad. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could totally see that. And yeah, time will tell, I guess, you know, and watch him not even fucking start. This knock is worse than yeah, we I mean, thought it was, and, and Marco Silva just fucks us. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking at my team, it's like, you know, so I have... What am I going to do? You know, I mean, I have Dean at Palace, which is obviously a better fixture than Home City. But after what he's done to me, I don't know if I can really stomach just running Dean out there again. You know, yeah. and maybe well, no, I, should. I, mean, I think I, I think that's one where you're just like, I obviously don't want Dean medium term and I might want. Trips. Might want trips, yeah. Like you know, Dean, just that one fixture startable from four through seven. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I think maybe we had like one time we didn't score at Sellers last week. Oh, that's a really bad fixture. You yeah. I mean? I mean, I do think Palace are light on goals, I have to say. No, but, I, I agree with that. But I, yeah. it's still like we, we usually don't get shut out I yeah. mean, at home. And Villa. With Vieira. Yeah, and Villa. Mess. And, you know, I mean, Diego Carlos is done for the season or whatever. So they're, Wait, what? they're back to. Yeah, he ruptured his Achilles. Oh, as my injury. God. I totally missed that. Yeah, Holy he's done. Shit. done for the, he's done for the year. Mings and Kanza, baby, we're running yeah, it back. So, I mean, they're, they're running that back. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's all sorts there, but, but yeah, I think trips, like you, you still want to not get too blocked. Cause I mean, realistically, starting Dean at Palace versus Holgbaum, like that's fucking same shit, actual yeah. same shit. So yeah. you, you want to get rid of the player you yeah, don't want. Yeah. And the right? difference between is like Dean can go to Kukurea, Holgbaum, I can get fucking yeah. Holgbaum, a worse Holgbaum. Yeah. By the way, we call Andreas Pereira Hogelbaum for those who can't follow along at home. Turn to page uh, 62 if you're following along at home on the uh, nickname chart. Um, Doyle said, who's the best 8 million mid now? Uh, we kind of fucking talked about all these guys. The best 8 million mid Martinelli. Um, 
Skim said, is Neko a potential 11th guy? Nico. Nico. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> not sorry. More. Sorry, not sorry. I don't, I, I still don't think so. I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> he was so good, though. Yeah, but he's he really good, turned my head. But, like, what's happening? Like, the team should have conceded three or four. Like, so you're, they you're might automatically be the, yeah. starting him at one point because they're going to concede two. Right. In almost every game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> the way they play, the amount of space that was afforded to us, it's just, at home, it's insane. I mean, yeah. if they play that way, even against bottom, t- bottom half set, they're, they're not going to keep clean sheets, you know? And yeah. they played the way that they, you know, they, they put the blueprint down for how they were going to play at, at Newcastle. And they similarly were just getting fucking fucked. You know, I mean, it was just one wave after another yeah. and Newcastle, right? They, I mean, they, they don't, they're not the most prolific goal scoring team. It's just home or away. I don't see where the clean sheets are coming. Like they're obviously not going to be zero, but it's going to be in like the six region, I think. Yeah. And, it, uh, and the you know, thing I, is, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go. Oh, I was just going to say like the thing that has changed for me most between last week and this week is that I kind of think the same is of true of Patterson and Everton. Oh, wow. it's like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, think even that. though they're playing Burnley style and whatever, they're so fucking bad. Like it yeah. doesn't, I don't think it matters that they park a double decker. It like Dice is actually a really good manager. It's not as easy as just like we play like Dice and then they you automatically keep like 12 cleans. They're fucking awful, dude. I'm just like, it might end up that for the first time in FPL history, both four O's are bad. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go that far. I still think, you know, if, if Nico keeps six cleans and gets six attacking returns, I mean, that's still like fine. You know yeah, what I mean? Totally looking fine. at still, you know, a good number, but the issue is like, he's not getting like that, that two minutes or two points per game. Like he's going to be getting one and sometimes zero. Yep. He's going to get some of his cards. So like all those little things really do add up a lot when you look at it over the course of the season. But I, I don't know. I mean, I think Patterson, I also think like it's very identifiable when the cleans are going to come for Everton. Like they're going to be home bankers. And with, with NFO, I just, I have no idea. You know, they could keep a clean like at Brentham. I would be like, Oh yeah, I'm yeah. not that surprised. But yeah. if I see that fixture, I'm not going to start Nico. You know, I'm yeah. like, Oh, that's not that good. But like if they're playing home full, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to start with the like, fucking three, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. with Everton, it's like they're doing this thing every all the time. So home bottom six teams, like those are the ones I want to start or whatever, you know? And I feel like I like that a little bit better too. Yeah. Patterson probably better rotational. But Nico, I'd feel better if I, if I'm if he's really my eleventh guy and I'm starting one of them every week. I've, I'd rather it be Nico because yeah, I agree. With you know, that. like when we're looking at someone who's taking like six corners and in, in against West Ham, I'm like, yeah, he's going to just get fucking points and yeah. getting big chances in the box and yeah. stuff. You know, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I still think they're both good though. Like if you yeah. want to have a four million yeah. defender, I think they're both good. I mean, they're you know, I think it's fine. Yeah. Again. I, Said it every episode since preseason episode one. Yeah. There's just more good picks than I've ever remembered in the yeah. game right now. Yeah. And that's why it's like getting those fringe picks right or like, yeah. those are, those are the differences. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's tough. I mean, people it's, got yeah. seven pointers from Nico this week. Like that's yeah. fucking, you fucking flew if you got that in your team. Yeah. As long as you had, you know, all the other like good picks. obvious picks, right? Yeah. 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 Um, TLF said Brighton's run looks decent from game week four. Are you interested in any other guys? Veltmania, Tross, Grob, March. I would, I, Dunk should be on this list. That's what I was just going to ask. Is I mean, Dunk is the most obvious one to me, but 
I mean, do you, do you think that they're going to be keeping some cleans at West Ham, home Leeds, at Fulham, home Leicester, at Bournemouth, home Palace? Are yeah. there cleans there? Yeah, I don't think they're like a normal, they're not a normal mid to lower mid table team. Like they dominate in the way that like the top six teams do against, and like in games where you don't expect it, right? It's like, like on paper at West Ham's a really bad clean sheet fixture, but I can also just see Brighton having like 60% of the ball and West Ham just can't get anything going all game, yeah. you know? So like, yeah, I just think they're very reliable and like, I mean, I'm a huge Potter fan. Everyone who listens to this pod knows it's like they're they're just so well coached. Like you're a pothead. Yeah, I am a pothead. Always been one. It's like Basuma out, like Kukurea out. Like they don't miss a fucking beat, dude. It just does not matter. He should be managing a bit bigger, better team by now, but he's not. So we have Brighton, and yeah, I think that like the fixtures almost don't matter. They play better against the better teams. They sometimes play really badly against the bad teams. They'll get cleans, and Dunk will get goals. You know, I think they're they're good. I I like Rob more than you. Yeah, you know he's he's a fine pick at at worst. He's a fine pick. You know, if he's a I good still, pick or not, yeah. it's hard to say. I still just worry about like Potter's rotation. rotation. Yeah. yeah. Like Definitely. who they still have like Alzate just like not playing like, or like Mwepu or whatever, like yeah. McAllister. Yeah. I mean, they, he could just do any I fucking thing. He can. Mundav. Yeah. I mean, he can all, they just bought fucking, what's his name? Um, the guy from Sevilla or whatever. What's his, his name? I didn't say. The left back. They got the Kukurea replacement. So, I mean, if he's going to jam him at left wing back, he pulls Charles back in, and like all of a sudden, like that spot's gone. You know, I mean, that's the thing that just yeah. concerns me. I'm still like, I don't want to switch team sheets, like period. <laughs> and yeah. like, I'm still going to be sweating a team sheet. Maybe, like, maybe not game week three or game week four, but like the window's going to shut in a couple of weeks. And you know, is Grob, you know, I want to just minimize those picks. Yeah. That, you know, you get Parasitch, you've Grob, you've, and then all of a sudden you're looking, you're like, oh my God, I have yeah. to make eight changes and I'm wildcarding. Like, I want to, yeah, I want like to wildcard to grab. proactively rather mm. than like out of reaction to my team malfunctioning. Yeah, like Bailey to Grob sounds pretty good right now. It might just be not even an upgrade in two weeks. Yeah, you're you trading might just be one like, issue uh, for another issue. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm with you there. The, one of the things you said in the postmortem last season that really stuck with me was like, we always plan for the best in FPL, whereas right. we should probably plan for the worst. And like, yeah. are you like, definitely putting out your fire by like going barely to grab? Yeah. A bright, like, not nailed yeah. mid? Yeah, versus like, we're talking about like Dunk is like, you're never going to be upset having Dunk in your team. Never. Like, you'll you start be happy to start him in these games. Like, yeah, sure, they play City or something. You don't want to start him there, but you just start him in the games and sometimes he'll score a goal or two. And, you know, so, yeah, I think that is important to consider. And their midfield's always going to be concerning to me just because they have so many guys and he switches them all so, so often, you know? Yeah, I'm with you. And, and, you know, it's the same thing you mentioned with Parasitch, right? Everyone... Yeah. They have the midweek games. Game week five is just a midweek. The game week four starts on Saturday the 27th, and game week five starts on Tuesday the 30th. Yeah. So, like, again, rotation, teams that rotate. Like, Dunk's starting all those games. <laughs> Don't know about yeah. the rest of the team. Yep. Um, Warren said, the Darwin Red was a fluke, but it was it a useful reminder that you never have to be the first on a guy. 
How do you evaluate when the train is leaving the station, Martinelli this week, versus waiting to be sure it's time to hop on? I mean, this is fucking a headbutt red card doesn't tell us anything. It tells us he's a kid and he doesn't know what's up with fucking the dark yeah, artistry. No, that's, of, not the, uh, that's not the question, though. Well, what's the question? The question's when, like, we were right to not panic by Darwin this week, even though we both thought he was, yeah, he'd probably be in our wildcard team or, yeah, you know, he's probably a good pick this week because we just let other people take the risk and then jump on if it's, if it does end up being good, you know, versus like Martinelli, we were both like, this is already a fucking amazing pick that we should have in our team and we're getting it. That's what he's saying. Like, what's the well, difference between like, yeah, jumping on too I mean, soon or jumping on too late or, you know? Well, yeah, I guess, I mean, I don't think you were wrong to do that with Darwin though. I think to us, it was more of like, what are you doing to do it? Like, yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. like, Oh yeah, I'm getting rid of this. We all had Vardy and he got yeah. injured. It's like, oh yeah. yeah, then you just fucking do that, you know? Yeah, yeah. The the way to get Darwin was an insane thing of removing really good assets, taking hits, like getting this unproven yeah. asset after he had like, thirty good minutes, right? But he still like played well. Like he had yeah. some chances. He was still totally. good, you know. I mean, he was still and you know, he started. You can't you can't adjudicate for a red card. But with Martinelli though, it's it's a much more. I think we have such a large body of work of him. You know, working hard, playing well, scoring, you know, scoring goals, assists, like over a longer span in their best 11, no questions about minutes, you know. So all of those things contribute, right, to just he's a really good pick and he's so fucking cheap. And it was really easy for those of us that didn't have him to get him because we all have mid-price midfielders who are not firing. So, you know, I think those are the kind of things, but... I still believe that not being first to the thing is fine, right? Like, yeah. No, I think it's right. Say Darwin scored 13 points you braced today, right? 30. We just yeah, get him. We're, we just, we're doing the things, we're taking the hits, we're getting, we're going to get him in. Right. And you know, then but, the other side of the coin is Bob starts again, Jota's surprise fit, whatever the fuck, you know, a mid, a mid, a winger comes in and plays there and yeah. Darwin doesn't start. We obviously don't get him and, you know, yeah. no, no harm, you know, so. And that's also right. What is the fail case with Darwin versus what is the fail case with Martinelli? It's hard to find it with Martinelli. Yeah. It's really easy to find it with Darwin. Yeah. And forget about the red card. Like just the other players are fit faster than we thought because the managers lied. Like Jota's back and Bob's back. He's immediately like, holy shit. I have no idea when he's going to play. Yeah. And the other Liverpool picks are so good and we know they're good and they're already in our team. So it's like, um, Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, another macro question from Viking. There's only two left. He said, bit of a macro on how should we assess the magnitude of problems in our teams? Let's say you have two starters, a 5-0 mid not starting, but also a 7-0 forward not performing. My question is kind of how do we evaluate the price, minutes, injuries, form, etc. when deciding which assets to sell? I think it's sort of an interesting question that we never really talked yeah. about. Really interesting question. Yeah, um, I don't, it's 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 a really hard one too. Well, it's 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 just difficult, I think, out of context to make like heuristics about yes. this. But yes. I think all of the things that he mentioned are the things to consider, right? Price point. How bad is not performing? Like, is it not performing because your player you thought was going to be a cam is a DM, or is it not performing because it's like Pookie blank for five weeks? Or is it not performing like they're not even a starter? Yeah, because they're, like, they're not they're not on the field. You can't that's, perform for the bench. That's really bad. Like, yeah, yeah. Would, it's a yeah. It's almost like a 
how bad is it like tier ranking yeah <laughs> and then you you know act on the one who's the worst out of those if they're yeah. exactly the same in that imaginary world i don't really know i think you have to figure out which players you want to target to bring in right so in that yeah. example it's a 50 mid 704 there's no fucking like 50 mid or 45 mid that you want starting every yeah. week so you know you you're have going to, from like a one pointer to a two threes to zero whatever. So right? it's worthless. It, it doesn't even make your team better. You know. So I'd prioritize the forward because you could get someone who's actually nailed and on or you just hold brush and, and, and you just, sorry, just hold brush. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard one to answer. Like yeah. uh, every there's always context. Like there's always yeah yeah you know. So I don't know. But no, it's all of that. I think it's just all of it. Yeah, and then FPL Mad, last question, he said, is it worth keeping Kane now that he got off the mark and he has juicy fixtures next, or is there better value elsewhere? I already have Jesus in Holland, so I assume he's on, you know, threemium. Um, Jesus, but, Holland, Kane, Mo. that's not possible. So he doesn't have Mo. I guess. I'm getting I mean, deja vu right now. Have we had this know. conversation? Uh, yeah, I don't know this fucking team. Okay. But I mean, bottom line, yeah, Spurs have good fixtures, so Kane yeah. and Son are probably going to score points. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> um, all right, that's it, dude. Holy yeah. shit, that was big time. Can we do a few minutes on my team? Because I want to. I need to think about this before Thursday, and I'm like really confused. Yeah, let's uh, let's go to our teams. Let me pull your team up. Boom. So what are you looking at here? So, I mean, I have $2 million in the bank. And, I mean, basically, I'm, like, trying to decide, like, what do I want to do with Neto? What do I want to do with Trips? And, like, is Robbo a cash cow to, like, really get a, a really good asset, like a, a premium pick? Like, I just don't know. Like, I don't know how aggressive. Like, I would be very fine to take a hit this week. You have one free, right? Yeah, because you did. Yeah, the I have one free. Move. I have two million. So, like, I could just do like Neto to Gundo, keep whatever the fuck you know. Start Pereira, bench trips, hide trips, whatever. I could just do trips to Kukureya, You know, start Neto. Yeah. Keep it. I mean, I could do. I could get Neto to Raz if I got rid of Robertson. And I could do Archer to basically anyone if I downgraded Robertson. How much money would you have for the uh, defender spot? I'm just curious if you went Neto to Raz and Robbo out. Uh, it would be 4-5. Oh, okay. It would have to be Dunker or one of the Arsenal guys, probably. I mean, I think something like that is probably the worst option because then like, you're holding trips, you have to start Pereira, it's like, and, and you have to start the 4-5 every week, and you're taking a hit. Yeah. Although, you know, like Saliba slash White starting every week is totally fine. Yeah, I mean or Donk, I guess. Or yeah, or Donk. But Arsenal, I mean, with their their fixtures just seem so fucking good. Um man, it is really hard. I mean, I'm I'm not that dissimilar in terms of like which way do I go? I just don't have the money in the bank, so I'm a lot less flexible, which makes it like weirdly much harder for you, I think. Yeah. Well, I have to make a decision. You, you, you have an easier decision. Yeah, it's just Dean to a better player. Yeah, Dean to Kukurea probably yeah. is what I'll do. Yeah, yeah. I just got to be wary of the price rises, I guess. Yeah. But um, I mean, I'm tempted to say you just do the same. 
trips to Kukureya and just leave the two million in my bank just rotting while I get no points from my goalkeeper. Yeah, I think so. Oh my god. I don't know if I could handle that. Is Gundo week. that much of an upgrade over Neto? Yeah, I mean that's the thing with Gundo that I'm so concerned about is just you know, he I don't know when he's in a play, <laughs> when he's in a sub. How many blanks in a row until Gundo is just a massive problem that you need to get rid of also? Right. He yeah, just I mean, Gundo is starts a potential two out of huge... three and blanks the two, and then you're just like, fuck, I have Gundo. Yeah. I mean, he's a huge potential problem also where it's like, if I'm going to be putting my money in that spot, I have nowhere to go from there, really. Yeah, which is why... So, like, let's just... Get rid of that, I think. And okay. neither of us like really any of the mids between like, you know, eight million and netto. So I think just like pumping the two mil into netto doesn't really get you anywhere unless you make it a double move with a hit, right? Yeah. Um and the double move with the hit, the only mids that we both kinda liked were like Raz, Sokka, Foden. Foden, I mean, like Diaz, because you'd be hitting Robo out, I guess, should be on there. Or Matt. Yeah, I mean, well, I could also do could trips Wilf. to a four or five. Yeah, I was looking at Wolf. I could do trips to a four or five and get Neto up to an eight. Yeah, that's, that might be better. I mean, I guess it's just like, how badly do I want to hold on to Robo? And how badly, and how good do you think Neto is? Because I still think holding him is good, but is it worth it good or is it just good, like patience good? You know what I mean? The thing about with my team, why I think it's really bad is I have nothing to do with my money. Like, what am I? I can't get like another seven million defender for trips. Like, there aren't any. So, like, I have this two million in my bank. Yeah. And I'm holding this like kind of bad, like good in air quotes value pick in netto, but bad in like, I could be getting like a really actual, really good pick there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of the pick, but I totally understand what you're saying. Like putting the two mil in attack seems very obvious and good. And I think the guy that we both kind of unanimously liked on this pod, I kind of like want Archer Raz. to Tony. I kind of want to get Raz. Yeah. Our, like I think Tony and Raz were the two guys that like we both kind of came to the same conclusion of like really good time to get them. Like, yeah. so if you went Archer to Tony, you know, with, with a hit, you know, from, could you do, no, you can't do trips to four five and Archer to Tony, right? You'd be probably no, short. just rose, right? He rose, yeah. yeah. So you'd, have, you'd probably have to do Robbo out. I don't want, I'm not getting, I don't want to get Tony though. Then don't, then don't fucking get yeah. Tony. No, I don't, I don't want to do that. I think I need to, yeah, I think I need to figure out. I think the two best things I have options wise is, is trips out for a four five to get an eight million or Robbo out for a four five to get Raz. Which eight, which eight do you think you'd get? Just curious. I don't, I like don't just know. right now, your gut would be which one? Probably Foden. Yeah. I mean, I think I like that best of the options presented to me. We both agree that Robbo's still going to be a good pick. Yeah. Right? Like, that's just the truth just of leaves the matter. Me, yeah, it just leaves me a little bit fucked for a second with trips, you know, where I have to start prayer. But, I mean, that might not be that bad. But, I mean, I, I still have, I'm not going to be able to do trips to Kukure or anything because he's in a rise. So, that's, like, frustrating, too, you know? 
Right. Yeah, okay. I guess you have to you have to really think about the trips per era rotation and how comfortable you are or not comfortable doing that. Yeah. Because that will tell you what you need to do. It seems like based on what you were saying, you really don't like it. No, I don't like it. I do not like that at all. I think that that's not going to get me good points for the next few game weeks. Yeah, so I think trips and netto to an 8 million mid and a 4-5 sounds like the best to me. Still. And then I still stay with all my other shit. Yeah, and I just every, every other pick you have is fucking good. Yeah. I think that's like clearly the best one. So what the other option too is I mean I could get like Wilf, you know. Wilf is fine. And I could still do then I could do trips to, you know, anyone. I could even just do that hit and not downgrade trips. Yeah. All but right. Wilf compared to the eight mil, I think is a, still a significant downgrade. Really? To Foden, you think it's that much of a difference? I do, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously he scored the open play goal today, but I think the majority of his goals are still going to be pens. Um, yeah, okay. All right, this is, I think, we're, we're good on this for that's now. That's good, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. good. We'll talk and about then what, what cap are you on right now? I'm on Mo. Yeah, I'm on Mo too. Yeah. Do you think there's a you know old Jesus shout? Yeah, I mean that was Nolan Bennett's question. Jesus for captain this week. Um, I mean, it's certainly going to be my vice. <laughs> yeah, but it, I, it's like we're making a bet on like how good or bad or stupid is Ten Hag. Don't know yet. Actually, just don't know yet. I'm willing to bet my captaincy to find out. Yeah, because. I think back to the the five nil Liverpool over United game where we didn't cap Mo. I gave Ole too much credit. Yeah, I was like, no, he's gonna park. He's not gonna fucking do whatever the fuck they're doing. Like they'll just get fucking destroyed. He can't do that against Liverpool, and he did it. He managed to do it, and that's what happened. Like, is Ten Hag? Does he have a brain to be determined? Is he gonna be like, okay? Take a take a break from the pressing, play out the back shit because we we could concede nine, or is he just gonna get sacked? <laughs> or is he just you know? So I don't I don't know, but yeah, I think it's I think it's worth a cap to find out. Yeah, um, but I think it's it is him or Jesus. It's him or Jesus for sure. At Newcastle is not a good attacking that's, picture. That's not good. I mean, yeah. You know, Spurs are home wolves. You know, those teams that have Kane or Son are totally, totally reasonable. Like, yeah. I totally get that. You know, you yeah. could definitely go there. So, but yeah, I'm on Mo for sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for my team, I think I'll just do, I think I'll just do Dean DeGugurea. I mean, I yeah, just I mean, feel like that's just a really good move. It's so very, very, very obvious. And then bench trips, and that's yeah. just everything kind of according to plan. Yeah, your team's great. Yeah. Yep. Should I do it now? Is like I don't know if Kukure is close. I guess I'll figure that out later. We don't need to do that on air. Yeah. Well, we just missed the price rises, and he didn't rise, right? So. Good job by me. Let me see. Four D chess. Um, no, he's not well, even remote. He's not close to rising. Yeah, I mean they conceded two. I guess so. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah, you're good. Okay, let me slap asses. A lot of signups again. Thank you so much for signing up to the Patreon. I have to slap the asses of Halvard, Egestad, Matt, Ole, Christian, 
Sveen, Daniel Gallagher, JD, Kamani Spurs, CT Douglas, Renz, Cameron Fell, Benedict Troy, John Orban, Dopey Sadby, Rad, Sam Wilgoss, Tor Joringer, Scott Hutchaby, Alexander Cook, Blake, Sean Carey, Max Tractor, Miles Robles, and Kaylon Kelly. Snuck to us. Get in there. Oh, man. Dude, these, these early season pods are long. Yeah, this is a long one. It's Ready a for long one. Here we go, dude. Any uh, last words? I'll see you tomorrow. I'll Actual see you tomorrow. tomorrow, dude. Actually, yeah, actually, see you tomorrow yeah, for the Patreon tomorrow. people. Check us out at fmlfield.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlfield. Support us Patreon.com. Slash fmlfield. Subscribe. Read. New job.